And now, live from the pod cabin in Burbank, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. She's a comedian who has made the controversial decision not to tell her dog Tugboat that he was adopted. It's Renee Colvert. And he's a comedian, podcast host, and he's Ruffers T. Paddington at the furry convention. It's Kevin T. Porter. Tone Zone is here, but won't come back out until you get a little louder. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the Love Bus. Say hello to your best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little Bavarian cream donuts. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. That particular delicious-sounding carbohydrate was sent in by Sarah Miller on Patreon. Patreon! All sorts of fun stuff on Patreon. You get behind-the-scenes content. You get bonus episodes. Bonus episode last month just went up with Joe Quazala. Uh, and then there's a live stream, and you can get merch in the mail. All sorts of fun stuff. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. I would like to say hello to my guest, Renee Colvert. Hello! Hello! Thank you for having me. Me. Oh no. Oh. We got confused on who we Kevin T. Porter, Uh-oh. hello. <laughs> Hi, it's me. I'm Kevin T. Porter. Wow, you guys sound and look different, but I like it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, no. something different with my throat. <laughs> it's a it's a nice off between Kevin and Renee. <laughs> Daniel Quantz, hello. Hi. How goes it? Good. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, hi. How 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 is it going over there? It's going all right. How are you doing? No we... one ever asks how you're doing. She starts no. crying. Should I? <laughs> it's her Meghan Markle moment. Oh, no. Who asks the asker? Yeah. Wait, what? It what happened with Meghan Markle? She was saying it's so hard being in the public eye in Britain. Uh, it was an interviewer who was doing like a longer piece on the. It wasn't like a junket thing, but he was spending like a good amount of time with her, and he just was asking her more about her interior emotional life, mm, right. and and asking sincerely how she was doing with everything, rather than just like propping her up as a figure right, or something. Right. And it yeah. was like, uh, it was just really touching to her, uh-huh. and it was pretty clear that not a lot of people have been asking her that, and she said as much. And so that's the clip that's circulating around. About it. Got yeah. it. I remember not caring at all about Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Um, until and so, you saw Suits and you were like, oh, oh the same girl? That's so right. Talented. Same girl? Okay. No, until I saw clips of their wedding, and then I was like, oh my God, I get it. They both look like say. these like sweet little kids. What do you think I was wearing Rothies? But I, I think that's also <laughs> in a good this one. episode. Right. I won't be saying that, <laughs> but in many an episode, I will. Yes, right. fair, fair, fair. Yes, um, yeah. Anyway, a uh, lot to get to. We've got a quiz uh, about Spain. Ooh. We are uh. on a quiz tear <laughs> because. James. I came here for a podcast, not school. Oh, boy. Are we back in class? Yep. Now, is this Renee? Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, Renee won't shut up. She's just complaining Renee, constantly. Kevin, stop it. You're so mean to me. <laughs> Off mic, too. Yeah, we're on a quiz tear because James from uh, Christchurch, New Zealand, sent in a New Zealand quiz, and then that prompted others to send in quizzes. I love it. Great. It is great. Um, and Cindy made a request, which... I felt um, 
feel like it's a smart request. It made me feel like maybe I've been doing it wrong a little bit. Okay. She said, please read the answer to the question right after you do the question oh. because it's boring to the listeners otherwise. And I feel yeah. like that's true. Well, back when we did the quizzes on like getting to know everyone, we would do the answers right after. But I have been doing the answers at the end so that I personally do not see them. But she's like, just put a piece of paper. She really needs to come in and produce. Yeah. She's like, just put a piece of paper over it and slide it down. So yeah. that's how we're going to do it, Cindy. We won't let you down. Smart. Okay, Tony, I just want to say you're a great yeah. producer. Yeah, no, yeah, you're, you're wonderful. Uh-huh. Just yeah. you just uh-huh. that. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. just yeah. meant it's we fine. need. No, it's, it's <laughs> fine. It's and fine. There was this, you know, glimmer in Allison's eye when she Q1 said, one is coming up. could produce. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I just meant specifically an adjunct quiz producer. But you're great at quizzes too, Tony. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's true. Oh no! I really stuck my foot in it. Kid Tony Smith over here. (laughs) Tony Smith. Wow. Tony, didn't you specifically suggest let's go through it twice in a painstakingly slow manner? Yeah, Yeah, we can. I I majored in quizzes in college, so this is. (laughs) It just feels like I wasted my money. Well, yeah, you and Cindy are going to have to duke it out. Back when I uh, was an editor at Time Out New York, we did the New York quiz, like your New York Ossity number or something. You lived in New York? Yeah, wait. <laughs> I know I don't mention it often, you guys. Come up? I know it doesn't come up often, but I did live for a time in New York. A woman of both coasts. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. She's both coastal. Ooh. We. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Boco. Tugged Boco. That's what you get on A Rosen show. <laughs> we did a New York quiz and we put the answer. So it was in the magazine, but we put the answers online. And I think I either it. Either I suggested we do it that way, and honestly, I think it might have been to buy us a little more time, or I definitely didn't get... I don't know whether to like blame myself slash, take re- slash say that was me or not. Maybe there was other people involved, but I know that someone who was in prison Uh-oh. wrote in okay. and said that he or she... I think it was a he couldn't get the answers because they can't go online. Right. And I felt really guilty about that. And also, I just felt like in general, that was a real bait and switch shitty thing to do to have a whole like there was so many questions and it was very detailed. Right. And then to be like, if you want the answers, you have to go online. But what so I would just clickbait. Yeah, but it really wasn't intended. It wasn't intended to be. It was just the way it shook out. So I just would like to anyone who was personally Mm. injured by that they have been hanging on for <laughs> yeah. a long time to get this apology i would like to apologize about that <laughs> email the guy in prison and then he was like i can't it was a online. yeah it was a letter okay. oh okay. do we have you know what play hey go fuck myself play That's- the prison theme <laughs> <laughs> is that the theme to oz yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's do the prison song a five, hey, six, seven, eight. Hey, hey, go fuck myself yeah <clears throat> so i feel bad about that um but we have some oh no we have some business to get to mm-hmm. but first we have some business to get to which is uh mm-hmm. come see Allison Rosen's your new best friend live at San Francisco Sketch Fest it's going to be a grand old time you guys i'm doing Allison Rosen's your new best friend live on January 26th we are doing childish Greg Fitzsimmons and i are doing childish live January 25th special guests and surprises in both shows uh, and I'm doing other stuff while I'm up there. Go to sfsketchfest.com, and that is where you can get tickets. Renee will also be there. That's doing, very nice can of I you to your keep dog? saying that, but only if your show is completely sold out. They've tried everything. Uh, they've stormed the castle. Unfortunately, and they will not Renee let them in. is scheduled at the exact same time as Alice from Rose's new right. best friend. I thought that 
because Greg is doing Fitz Dog Radio up there too, and I thought yeah. that he might be at the same time too. And I was like, well, I've really been hoist on my own petard. <laughs> I don't think I'm using that right here. Yeah, but um, but no, he's actually later in the it's day on Sunday. Different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. anyway, anyway, all right. Something came up last week, which is. Kevin grew up. Made cookies. Kevin made yeah. cookies. Yeah, can we? I'm going to have one. Yeah, and we're going to do yeah, let's, let's just do. Wait, hang on, Daniel. No. Oh, no. I have been yeah. waiting for two weeks. Oh, you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, it's been 14 days. Let's they just, will be stale. Let's do snack chat. Let's hear the, the whole snack chat theme song. That was a trap dog original, and I love it. Now, hey. what's going on cookie wise here? Today we have a salted caramel chocolate chip cookie. Sounds so good. It smells that has so both good. chocolate chips, salted caramel chips, and a little bit of salt on top as well. Yeah. Where does one purchase a salted caramel chip? Seder Brothers. Up? Uh, the Stater Brothers off of Allen and Washington in Pasadena, California. Is that the only oh. one that sells them? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I have to imagine like some of the more fancy foo-foo places. I, I have to imagine Whole Foods does. I'm going in because hey. I'll, I'll have everyone know I'm back on carbs. Not Yay. a lot. Yay. But I just felt like keto. And I'm sure that there's a lot of muscly people who, if they hear this, will come after me. <laughs> keto was no longer working for me. Um, so I'm like, I may as well return to my old way of doing it, which is just uh, calorie restriction and around the holidays, cookies. <laughs> yeah. As you said, Kevin, these are incredible. These are, are so they good. good. Yes, so they are. Yay. They're I'm so, so glad. They smell. Oh my God. I haven't even tasted it yet. I tell you what. They smell like how you want your house to smell. Oh, these what like, a nice compliment. These are like Mrs. Fields, like. If not better, these are like really Whoa, good. These guys. like have a ton of butter or something in them, right? But it's also the salt, uh, like this. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! It's yeah, so the good. salt that wasn't part of the recipe, but I was like, I know what this mm-hmm. needs. That was all instinct. Mm-hmm. These are everything you want out of a cookie. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Can what you walk us through? No, what's the recipe, what's the recipe here? No. Ooh, if I can remember it, it is a it is a whole stick of butter. Daniel was right. right? Yeah. So it is a whole cup of. Or you know what? No, it's two sticks of butter. Yeah. It was two. That's so what you need in a good cookie yeah. is lots of butter. It was one cup of butter and then a cup of brown sugar, a cup of regular sugar, mm-hmm. vanilla extract, eggs, blah, blah, blah. But I think it's the salted caramel chips that give it that it little so kick that makes it but more they're like than just your chocolate cooked chip. too. They're not mm-hmm. so... Your yeah. sprinkle of salt on top is... And salt's new, right? <clears throat> I mean, like, we didn't put salt just on discovered. cookies back in my day and they weren't good. And now they're great. Yeah, I've become a big fan of the yeah, yeah. the salt mm. on the sweets. Mm-hmm. I remember, um, so I, I was in a, uh, I got an ice cream maker. This was years and years before I met Allison, and I had this idea of making like a dark chocolate ice cream. And you, at the very end, when it's already frozen, you'd throw some rock salt in there, mm-hmm. and everyone was like, "Ew." <laughs> That's what I got from everybody. But now I bet you if I went back to all those people, they go, oh, that sounds delicious so because the world has turned Wait, towards the salt Who the were sweet. these salt naysayers? My who old friends were who they? I, I ghosted them all. It was Big Pepper. It was Big Pepper. <laughs> bought every them time. out. Every time. I ghosted um, them. They're yeah. gone out. These are incredible. Kevin. Now, I'm, I'm opening up the cookie. <laughs> opening it up. Wow. You're like <laughs> yeah, a surgeon narrating yes, it for their nurse. Exactly. I'm looking inside to try to find the caramel chips. Have they melted? I th- uh, they might melt a little bit, no, but, but they're they going to blend be, in. They're going to be a pretty similar color to the cookie oh, too, and to what the main of the dough is. Yeah, so 
they're little indetectable. And they're the same. Are they about the same size as the chocolate chips? Yeah, same size and it's the same amount of chips as well. Okay. Well, it's delicious. And these are very fresh. They're just from a couple hours ago. Mm. So good. Well, I better have another one. So you also, uh, Daniel, have the rest of mine. Please. Okay, I'll have. Pass mine down to Daniel, please. (laughs) Thank you. You um delicious. Keep a good eye on them. They don't. Their bottom isn't burnt. Yeah, 10 minutes is all you need in the oven. 375 degrees. On an ungreased sheet or on parchment paper? Uh, Well, it recommended parchment paper, but I have this as a housewarming gift. A friend of mine, when I moved into my my new place, it was a... What's a cell pad? Silicone pad thing. I think it might be that. Yeah. I forget what it's called, but it is a thing where it's like you just wash it and reuse it over and over again. And you put it on cooking sheets, but... That way you don't need parchment paper every time. Nice. It's been really, really effective for that. Yes. I did, my parents have one of those, but they don't cook on it. They just like have it as sort of like a thing. That's, oh, is that for cooking though? Yeah. Well, so my parents have it and it just sits on their counter and they like prepare stuff on it almost as if it's just to protect the counter. And oh. then I saw someone cooking on it and I was like, oh, that's what it's for. Because it's, you can, you know, silicone can be in really high heat. Oh, great. I'm curious about your um, your Christmas cookie plan. Do we have staples that you do every year? Do they involve peppermint? Or are they like sugar cookies that look like Rudolph? The whole cookie situation has <laughs> been sort of a new development as of this year. Like I used to do snickerdoodles back in the day pretty consistently. So for Christmas stuff, it would just be snickerdoodle okay. stuff. But this year I have tried to challenge myself to do a new kind of recipe every week. Ooh. For like the last couple of months, maybe two months or so. Wait, has there been a whole cas- cavalcade of cookies that I'm unaware of? Yeah. Are you <laughs> are are the, about it, huh? I haven't been on a Thursday show in a few weeks. But you you were bringing them to did, yes. Yeah, you were bringing yeah. them to the uh Sunday and then people were eating all your cookies so you didn't know uh, which one was most popular because they were all being eaten. That's right. Yeah, and you couldn't see who was going to This was on my show that this that came up? That was on yeah. your show. Was That's I right. in the room? I brought peanut butter cookies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they were so good. Yeah, yeah and they were good. Yeah. I mean, I didn't try them, but I... She just sits there thinking about them. the next thing she's going to say. <laughs> <laughs> and the next cookie right. she's going to eat that I might bring. Um, I'm excited. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited too. Well, and especially... This is going to be the first year where I don't go back home for Christmas. Oh. So... I am going to have to figure out a situation of like, do I just bake like 200 cookies and then like Can- try to find families to <laughs> deliver them to on Christmas Day so I have something to do while I'm here? Kevin, you, you tweeted a screenshot of your mother's text. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. Yeah. Can you please share that? And is what this why you're not going home? <laughs> is it, no, this is not actually the reason why I'm going home. Uh, the reason I'm not going home this year is because... No one's traveling to anywhere because usually we all get together somewhere or like a majority of the family does. Mm -hmm. And my parents are in Oklahoma. My brother's in Dallas, Texas, and my sister's in Colorado Springs. And no one's traveling. So the onus was on me, like, pick one of these three spots to go. And flights were so expensive. And and the prospect of we came up with an alternative where we're going to do it the following month when it's like half the price for everybody or a quarter so to do like a late christmas thing so you said colorado oklahoma and where in texas Texas. vegas vegas Mm. so it's cheap 
I might be going to Vegas for the first time next week. It's the first time? For the first time ever, yeah. You're so pure. I know. Mr. Pure Cookie Guy. Well, (laughs) (laughs) and now she knows my handle on Venmo. Cookie Pure. Terrific. All right, well, send me a book. Tag at Cookie Pure. (laughs) Maybe I could do an Instagram of Cookie Pure. (laughs) Wait, what's taking you to Vegas, Celine? Mazel. Oh, a live Mazel? No, there's like this weird thing where I just got a DM from the the TV show account that said, hey, we're like uh, putting together a trip and we've identified you as like a fan of the, I think because I do that Mazel podcast. Well, sure. So they're like, we've identified you as like one of the fans of the show. So you and a plus one will fly you out of Burbank. We'll put you up in a hotel. We're doing a show on Friday night. Oh my God. I know. That's that's the best part. That's the best part, (laughs) truly, is the out of Burbank part. So I was like, is it sure, like I'll a, do it. And then it's you're supposed promo to, for season three. Right. So they'll probably That's show so cool. you an, an episode or two or something. And they'll then... probably show an episode or maybe it'll be like a stand-up show or something. I don't yeah. know. I mean, That's so cool. It, it's cool. It is depressing to think, man, if they maybe cut the promo in half for Maisel season three, they could probably pay warehouse workers a little bit better than oh. they do now. Yeah, because it's Amazon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, okay, I have a question. Yes. Now, people have been tweeting some... This is real inside baseball. Okay. People have been tweeting the Mrs. Maisel train case that they've received as a promotion. Oh, right. for did, screener stuff, yeah. Did you guys get this? No. Okay, because I got a Mrs. Maisel... Like notepad. Pro, yeah, and a t-shirt and some stuff last year. Did I get it for season two? I can't remember if I got it twice. Or, anyway, I feel like... Did I just get booted off their list? Because I did not get this train case that people have been tweeting pictures of. Well, I'll ask them on our private plane. Oh. Fine. <laughs> Please do. I will. Wait, is it actually a private plane? They said private plane in the in the message. That That's is amazing. Wild. I think it might be a, a, like a fake private plane. Like, what's that thing called? Jet, Jet Suite. X? Yes. It's still great. It's right. still amazing. Yeah? You, yeah. I heard I did. you don't well, have to do TSA. No. Yeah. You just... It, it's like private. It's like a chartered private... Pl- well, I've never flown private. Yeah. Um, but it is, uh, you just show up uh, and then like 20 minutes before your flight or something, and then you just walk onto the plane oh. and it's super relaxed. Well, it's be fun. so non-anxiety provoking. I got to I gotta pick a good plus one for this trip. Yeah. I don't know who to pick. I had like two main picks and they're all unavailable. Do you have oh. a super Maisel fan who's not annoying? Friend? Mm, wait, a fan of... What about Alice? Maisel. Alice is out of town. Oh. She is my first pick, obviously, because yeah, it would have been so fun. Right. Uh, a, a, a fan of the yeah, Maisel like show that I'm just friends with? Yeah, obsessed with the show. Yeah, but uh, isn't um, mm. a bummer to be around? <laughs> <laughs> I try not to have too many friends that are bummers <laughs> yeah. to be around. I try to avoid that situation. Fair. That's no, fair. not really. I mean, I don't care if they're a fan of the show or not. It's a trip to Vegas. Yeah. Like, who cares? Are you so, gonna ex- so this is like a press trip, and the hope is that you will tweet, tweet about and it or write something. and it, right. I don't know How what fun. the expectation is. I bet that's what the expectation yeah. is, though, because back in my magazine days, have I mentioned that I used to live in New York and work mm. in magazines? Wait, when? Doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, yeah huh? you're, you're the Boco girl. They were yeah. talking about. <laughs> that's, right, that's you. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Um, yeah. Back then. You would hear about like, oh, I'm being flown to Scotland to taste whiskey and also write about it. Mm-hmm. Like that's what. So it sounds like that's like sort of this is a social media version of that. Yeah, I guess so. And it'll be like use hashtag blah 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 on your Instagram story, right? Or do something like that. Although I went to a friend's giving recently with a friend of mine who's more in that 
like actual like influencer YouTuber world, and it was an early Friendsgiving that was sponsored by Smirnoff. Oh boy! And they shut at down someone's house. No, it was it was at Nice Guy on La Cienega across the street from Largo. You know huh, that bar? Yeah. Like the Kardashians go there, so they shut down the bar, and it was just our private party. Wow! And it was like really, really Crazy. great food. I was gonna say, was it potluck? Everybody yeah. still no, up. no, no, no. <laughs> like the kitchen was open. They had yeah. this amazing pasta and rice balls, and the dessert Whoa. was incredible. And they had a cocktail because it was Smirnoff. They had a cocktail that went with every course of what? the meal. Oh, wow. So there were these people that just like constantly bringing you these pretty heavy cocktails. At each different course of the meal, they were just coming out. And it was all free and open bar and stuff. But there was, like, no photo op, really, for it. Even though it was sponsored by Smirnoff, there was, like, a little photo booth. But even that didn't have, like, the branding on it. So I was just wondering, like, what the upside is of Smirnoff doing something. You're talking about it now. Mm -hmm. uh, That's how they get you. Maybe that's it. Maybe yeah. it well, is. now I do. I personally, as one of the like thirty people who was there, have a positive association with it. Right. But I'm like, is that it? Like, wouldn't it be more of a photo op thing that would be the best use of the money to to do something like that? Some, it was just mind blowing. Sometimes I wonder, and someone who's actually in marketing would be able to would know more than this. So this is just my guess. Sometimes I I don't know how much it's like we are looking for this exact outcome from a thing as much as like we have an ad budget. We think this would be a good idea. Yeah. I really shouldn't even be speaking on it. Cause this is so not my world, but doesn't it sometimes seem that way? Like it's just sort of brand awareness. Yeah. And I'm very aware of it now. No, I mean, no. advertising is such a crazy people spend so much, so money much money on just average. It's very depressing. I mean, they used to do stuff like that before Instagram and stuff. You know, when there wasn't an expectation that you'd take pictures. So there's got to be some sort of sense of its value. What was like the, what was the analog to that? Like pre-Instagram or pre-social media? I don't know. I just feel like we would have promos for movies and stuff where it would just be like, um, I remember we were uh, releasing Blair Witch 2. And Who's we had a, we here? Uh, was it Artisan? Oh. And, um, there was like a, a party at the Hard Rock Hotel in Vegas and, you know, special cocktails and everything. And it was like, that was before, you know, any of this. And, mm. you know, they spent a ton of money on it. I think I they invite know. press with the hopes that they'll then write about it. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I don't remember any of that, but probably. Look, I went to a super cool party for the release for one of the, for Batman 2. <laughs> Batman. I don't two. remember I Batman Gaff- two. <laughs> <laughs> the one that Val Kilmer was in. Sure, that is uh, that, was, that, that was the third one. Yeah. Well, whatever. And it was but I think Batman I think Sneaker Pimps may, or Daft Punk might have played it. It was at the House of Blues, mm. and now I'm talking about it. Right. <laughs> doubt it was Daft. Doubt it was Daft Punk. <laughs> Yeah, I think Elvis played. Punk played at Val Kilmer's Batman from Beer. Well, he was no. This is, that was before Daft Punk, Daft Punk. Were on? Was it Sneaker Pimps? It would have been then? more Sneaker Pimps yeah, era. Daft Punk, yeah. Daft Punk was later. Why do I associate them? I, I can't answer. that <laughs> I won't answer. That. We can't help you with this. All right. I actually I liked that soundtrack if I remember correctly. Wait, did you end up writing about it, or did you? I just did actually. Okay. I don't know if I wrote. No, I think I did. Is that the one with the U2 song or the one with the Smashing Pumpkins song? It, U2 the, song. Yeah, the Forever yeah. is U2. And, and Kiss Seals. from a Rose, yes. yeah. Yeah. That was a big one. And look, wow, look at our we remember. knowledge is it of that a album. a Kiss from a Rose on the Grave or a Kiss from a Rose on the Gray? I think it just says 
Kiss by a Rose. Or by it's a- weird because the song's I believe the song's called Kiss from a Rose, but he says Kiss by a Rose, I think. I thought it was Kiss by a Rose on your name. <laughs> Either way, James Cameron heard and said, That's a movie. Yeah, let's Rose. Make it. A couple years later, boom, let's Titanic. make it. Are you looking up the lyrics? Yes, I am. Okay. I always thought it was grave, so and that was always confusing to me. Okay, uh, so the lyrics start. I don't think they make any sense. Da, 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 <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Baby, I compare you to a kiss from a rose on the gray. On, on the, the gray? gray? On the gray. Is what that, that a part of the body? Mean? Well, genius annotation. <laughs> he's, says, gray, he's gray on his ball sack. <laughs> this line. Did it come also on. inspire? Uh, that the trilogy of gray, what's it Fifty Shades of Gray, Fifty Shades Free. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> are you on? Are, are you on? <laughs> I didn't see any of them. <laughs> I just, are you on like Genius right now? I am. Okay. What yeah. does it say? So Genius says this is uh, this line is a reference to the opening imagery of a graying tower alone on the sea. He compares her ability of a single Says rose to grow on the gray tower surrounded by only the ocean. To him, she is a miracle, a splash of oh. color in his otherwise dull life. Yeah. Okay. I compare you to a kiss from a rose on the gray. Yeah. But oh. gray being his life before her. Yeah. Like a pop of color. Right. Yeah, yeah, like you bring color to my life. But doesn't he... D- Why were those later lyrics in the song, in does there? he say kiss by a rose? Am I crazy? <laughs> let, me, let me see. I feel like at the, 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 the big kind of like bridge where it like repeats a bunch of kiss like he says kiss by a rose i've been kissed by a rose on the gray tony from and by so right i know my henry samuel that's that's (laughs) seal's real name oh wow i didn't know that that's a uh useless talent of mine is knowing true names his friends call him hank you know actually I Keep my friend that I Please. off air was talking to Allison about that guitar text was recently working for Seal. Hey, is he a nice guy? Wait, uh, uh, I think I believe so. Uh, he was funny the, in a pop star. He was. He was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love that movie. Oh, so it was good. Yeah. so good, so underrated. Yeah. And yeah, nobody nobody saw it. Nope. God, what movie so are we talking about? Pop, pop star? star? No, I know. I know. What is it though? <laughs> it's the Lonely Island movie. What, the kind of Bieber parody. I need to see. It was the keep on keeping. What was it? The who's in it? Andy Samberg, Lonely and Island. It's a lonely yeah. There's like yeah. a subtitle though, isn't there? Oh, keep never on, stop stopping. Yes, never stop. Wait, never stop. Never stop. Wait, is that actually the Bieber one? It might just be. It might I just th- be pop star. No, oh. I, I, no I, I, never I, stop I believing. So. I think is. I, I don't know. No, it's never stop. Right. Never stopping. <laughs> I think I think never stop stopping is right. I that think. seems about right. You got to see it though. It Pop is so star. good. You would love I will it. See it. It's great. I will do it. I don't it, know how I missed it. There's too many movies because so it, it was in the theaters for like a week. Nobody saw it, but it's so funny. It is pop star. Never stop. Never stopping. Never stop. Never stopping. <laughs> Did you oh, guys see that one with um, Russell Brand? Get the yes. Get the get, to the get him to the Greek. Was that one? That yeah. was supposed to be good too. It was all right. Yeah, it was okay. Okay. Pop star is way better. Sure. You guys, you know what is amazing? Cool. I used it just tonight. <clears throat> honey. Ooh. Do you have honey? It's a plug-in. Oh, yeah. It's free to and it's fr- it's free and it saves you money. It like works in the background and finds all these all the applicable coupon codes and then you just click a button and then it like tries all the various codes. I was buying some kids clothes earlier and I saved like 37 bucks or something using honey and then there was even like the site itself was like, you know, enter this code for 20% off. So then I did that and then it was going to charge more. So I had to reapply the honey ones because they're really the best. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a true believer in honey. Uh, it's great. They found 
uh, Honey has found it's over 10 million members, over a billion dollars in savings. Uh, it's amazing. They have Hang over- on, let me... Uh- the math. Yes, the math checks out. The, no, okay, over a hundred. Here's more math. Over a hundred thousand five star reviews on the Google Chrome Store. If you're buying gifts this holiday season, then you need Honey. If you're not, you probably know someone who is. So do them a solid and tell them about Honey. Honey can make sure that you're getting the best price for whatever you're buying. It's free to use and installs in just two clicks. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com/allison. That's joinhoney.com/allison. Joinhoney.com/allison. Um, also, I want to talk to you guys about uh, Embark's Dog DNA Breed and Health Kit. This is an amazing uh, DNA test for your beloved dog. Uh, they detect over 250 breeds and screen for up to 170 plus genetic health conditions. Um, we did this with Wendy. Now, we already knew she was a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, so no surprise there. But found out all sorts of fun details. Her, She's 0.6% wolfiness, which has to do with like ancient strains of DNA. It's not actually how much wolf is in her because she's just pure stuffed animal. Um, they told... They, told like a bunch of genetic diseases that i was worried about she's thankfully not at risk of those um they even it told me what her age is in human years um she's she's a few years younger than i am uh it told me what her weight should be and by the way problematic (laughs) yeah She's kind perfect, of. Just the She's way she perfect is. just the way she is. Thank you. Um, but it's great. And then you can also like connect with relatives. Um, she's got a lot of relatives out very there. Some dogs were getting this. very busy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Jackie Johnson sent me a picture. She just got this for Chooch. So very excited about Cute. that. Yeah. Look, I've done all sorts of crazy things for my dog. We hand feed her kibble. <laughs> no, we don't. Not anymore. A little bit. Do this. Do this for your dog. You'll feel good about it. Um, Embark has an exclusive holiday offer you can't get anywhere else. Go to EmbarkVet.com now and use promo code BESTFRIEND to save 15% off your dog DNA test kit. Visit EmbarkVet, E-M-B-A-R-K-V-E-T.com and use promo code BESTFRIEND to save. Did you want to bark? Oh, Embark. I just yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. We have a fun quiz, but first, Kevin. Yes. I'm in trouble. No, you're not in oh. trouble. I want to hear about the text message from your mom, which broke my heart, but also um, oh, growing, no. growing up anti-vax. Wait, okay. I need to clear the air about Please this do. text message. Yes. I, I, I think I actually am in trouble Wait, now. what does the text message say? Will you read it to us? Are okay. on the same page? Wait, so, it's actually real? Yeah. No. Oh. Okay. That's, oh. that's what I assumed. I didn't think it was real. No, it's not real. So it's a oh. subtweet of a, of a young adult author controversy. Well, that the was tweet, happening on Twitter. but the text. The text. Itself. The text was not real. The text was not real, and I feel so uh, bad for no, tricking that's people. Hilarious. I really do because I don't want to trick anybody. So the I background feel for this. Duped. I'm so sorry. No, it's so okay. The background for this is that there's a young adult author named Sarah Dessen who's like super successful, super wealthy, and very famous. And there was an article that came out in some local newspaper about how a college student on some in some like reading group or some like academic thing uh, was a part of the group and and said in the article was quoted saying like we don't want to do like young adult stuff so I made sure we didn't have any of like Sarah Dessen's books for example <laughs> so Sarah Dessen googling herself takes a screen cap of it and then tweets and says this really actually 
I'll I'll just read my tweet <laughs> and then that'll be it. So it's authors are real people. We put our hearts and souls into the books we write because it's literally how we survive in this world. I'm just having a really hard time right now, and this is mean and cruel. I hope it made you feel good about a you know a student like a girl who is no one other yeah. than just yeah. like someone quoted just like an insane imbalance right. power dynamic and you only stuff. found it because you googled yourself yeah, yeah. And yeah. because right. it, it wasn't like someone wrote you a mean email yeah. or like the new york times gave you a bad review it's like like a student said we want to do the just mercy book about racial injustice yeah. and the criminal justice system <laughs> right. rather than like a boy makes a girl then, feel good. But then, in a like, book. the school issued an apology to her. The school had issued an apology because, like, there was this uh, kind of Twitter mob that came out. Like, other, other wow. young adult authors were like, fuck that fucking bitch. Wow. Roxanne Gay said, congrats, you have a nemesis now. What? Whoa. About this, like, 20-year-old <laughs> student <laughs> who is, like... Also a woman, but then, like, this became, like, this is about misogyny and academia. This is about some people are like, this is connected to Me Too stuff. What? Just, like, a bizarre... I missed all this. Like, misunderstanding of power dynamics and how Twitter should work. And then, eventually, like, it was such a bad look that after 72 hours, she did issue an apology and say, like, I'm sorry I said this. And then other people that were like, fuck this girl, also (laughs) issued an apology. They're like, I'm not letting go of this fight. Yeah. (laughs) So then, during this time, though, when this was up, I did (laughs) tweet a a screenshot of a fake text conversation Uh. between me and my mom. I uh, see. Christmas. That makes me feel better. And then better. my caption was, Pod- okay, so the, <laughs> the text conversation is, I said, by the way, do you listen to my podcast? And my mom says, oh, honey, if I wanted to listen to you just bitch and moan for two hours, I would have flown you out for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I say, what the heck? And she says, did you like Mandalorian? <laughs> oh, my Which God. Which was my co-host, Caroline, from Good Christian Fun, was Delightful. the one pretending to be my mom. Delightful. And then I tweeted, podcasters are real people. We put our heart and souls into the shows we record because it's literally how we survive in this world. I'm just having a really hard time right now, and this is just mean and cruel. I hope it made you feel good. <laughs> I, I thought it was real. Well, and so many other people did that yeah. weren't like too online like I am and didn't know about the deaths and stuff. Yeah. And then they were like, I'm so sorry your mom said that, just so you know your podcast well, has meant so much. And I was like, no. I yeah. thought, well, no, no. I, I knew that your tweet, like what you wrote, was a joke. Was a joke. Yeah. I thought I you you were just had a good a sense of humor about what your mom had said. Yeah, because it's that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. that my mom actually had said yeah. that. Very oh yeah. Funny. Here's what's so uh, great about funny. this: is last week we were talking about Mark McGrath and whether or not that breakup was real, and the fact that you thought Kevin's was real makes me think like, yeah, the breakup wasn't real. See, uh-huh. right. I didn't have to feel Maybe. bad about anything. It's yeah. all fake oh, out no. there. <laughs> Do we know anything is real anymore? <laughs> I'm not real. Ooh. I'm not real. It's really I'm free. Reveal. I know. Um, okay, so glad to know that. Yes. But you did grow up unvaccinated. I Tell did. me about how I that did. went. Uh, well, we were homeschooled. I think my brother. I didn't know you were home. Maybe I did. I forgot you were uh, homeschooled. It's fine. I probably it's knew. Fine. I was homeschooled still. until junior year of high school, and I went to public school for that. That must have been. How was that adjustment? jarring? <laughs> it wasn't. I I would have thought so too. Honestly, really? but we were always like involved in like. 
co-op homeschool activities and like theater and sports and everything. So we were never like isolated from any sort okay. of like groups of kids. And we always had friends that also went to public school. So there was never like, oh my God, you guys wear that or anything. <laughs> like we're just in our denim skorts or whatever. And we didn't know that we can wear pants or jeans. <laughs> like, so none of that happened. Uh, but but I think my brother was vaccinated, and then my sister and I were not. Why? Growing up. Your mom, was a, was she afraid of it? She, you know, this. Is, yeah, she just was afraid of it. I think it's really personal for people who go through medical issues themselves mm. or have, like, traumatic experiences with, mm-hmm. like, people, like, medical consensus or professionals. I, I wonder, I don't know if this is the exact connection, but when my mom miscarried and, like, they said... It might have had to do with one of the medicines that they uh, gave her. So I wonder if that engendered in her like mm-hmm. a just sure. complete mistrust of the system. Yeah. Because then similarly, my sister, who's had like a litany of medical issues over the years and has then had a lot of mistrust in medical, you know, just right. because sure. once just, you see that your 200th doctor that's like, well, I don't know what's going on with you right, or right, like gives faith. you a misdiagnosis. Then when you hear like, well, you should get vaccinated and herd immunity and blah, blah, blah. You're like, hmm. And you just get more skeptical right. of that yeah. stuff. Hmm. I only got vaccinated recently because I was signing up to volunteer at a children's hospital and they require proof of like MMR shots. Max, mm-hmm. uh, MMR? Measles, mumps, rubella. That's right. right. So MMR shots. So you can just like go to a CVS or like a grocery store and get those. What about chicken free. pox? Chicken pox. Chicken pox I had when I was a kid. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah. Because that can kill after a certain age. Mm-hmm. Really? Well. Huh. Yeah. Um, my mom worked in a hospital and like a 17, 18 year old kid came in and it's like if it gets in your lung, mm. so if it goes down, it can kill you. Wow. It killed him. That's crazy. I don't think that's the norm though, but you always hear that. I, I think it's a much higher now, risk. I think it's routine. When you get older. <clears throat> yeah. Now it's routine that kids are vaccinated against. Although our kids are not of. I don't not know if Elliot's been vaccinated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, are they? You really? mean for chicken pox? Yeah. Yeah. He's had uh, the other vaccinations. Right. I think he's had chicken pox vaccination. I think so. I don't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Wow. When you say it from that perspective, do, do you think your mom was worried that the vaccinations would hurt you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Of that course. was totally I mean, it. I yeah, think yeah. that's, I do. This is a real hot button issue. I'm very pro vac- vaccination. Right. That being said. Do you think all your listeners are? I think most of them are. Yeah. I think that I know that I have some listeners who feel like it shouldn't be legislated. Like it's mm-hmm. too personal and it, and that like it's a bridge too far to say you have to have a medical thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would prefer that everyone is vaccinated. I'm okay with it being legislated. Um, that, that being said, I do have some compassion for people who are anti-vax because to me the reason they're anti-vax is because they're scared. Right. And like, I understand being scared. Yeah. Because it does function as like protection against your, and there are, you know, like there are the rare cases of like people having bad reactions to vaccines or like, kids contracting so-and-so or even like dying, you know, and yeah, how much can you... Well, it's... I And I get that. It's just that... And I'm not saying anything... This, I think everyone probably agrees. Everyone here, I imagine, agrees with this. We're it's on like, the same page. Yeah. I just yeah. like... The, I, I want to acknowledge the, right, the paradox of that. Right. You know? The risks are so minuscule compared to the benefit. Exactly. And vaccines yeah. have saved so many lives. Yeah. 
Right. But it's a real American idea, like the idea that like vaccination should be a choice or not, because mm-hmm. because it just imagines a world in which what happens in your home is all that exists. Right. Right. Like that. it's not about the larger community that you're connected mm-hmm. to. Right. Or your city or your state or whatever the case may be. But it's just like. It's like we're all homesteaders. Yeah. It's like freedom to or freedom from. Yeah. And yeah. that's the thing is like most people are anti, who are anti-vax who may not even like that term anti-vax, but they're like, no, I'm pro-choice when it comes to vaccines. Right. But even that's like, well, (laughs) that's like saying I'm pro-choice when it comes to like, whether you should murder someone or not, like maybe you can choose to (laughs) murder, you know, in in that sense when you, right. From a certain perspective. So so. as someone who was homeschooled, then was your mom, your teacher? No, we did like this. We did different series of things. That little red schoolhouse that they would go to all (laughs) Out that's, on the prairie. That's right. <laughs> and we had, a, we had a stick and we had a wheel and we beat the <laughs> wheel across the field <laughs> with the stick. And we had um, like video series. So we would like order tapes that would be like a teacher on the screen mm-hmm. and you would just put the VHS in and they'd say like, okay, so for algebra today, we're going to do blah, 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 oh, blah. Wow. Or we did uh, Bob Jones University for a little bit. Oh, and boy. I was like, I know. Yeah. I know, dude. Like, and that was like a satellite <laughs> school thing where you like record the video that comes in and those were our lesson plans. It was pretty scattershot to be. Was it regimented though? Was it like at this time on these days, you are like sitting in front of the TV learning or like, yeah, 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 but not not super regimented. And it was like, well, whenever you get up, you can do right. that. They were not, wow. they were not taskmasters about it, really. And I think, uh, and I think this is like another part of like kind of hippie overlap that my mom has, where she's like, she doesn't believe in the college system and oh, really? like its efficacy. Yeah, which it's like in 2019, I kind of get yeah on, to some mm-hmm. degree where it's like I don't think any of us are doing what we're doing because we went to college. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe some of us for some stuff. I majored in podcasting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> quizzes. Yeah, yeah quizzes. Oh, right, right. And, uh, what'd you major in again? Uh, being grumpy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, and eating cookies. Yeah. <laughs> and nailed it. Being grumpy. <laughs> Grumpiness. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Now, but is your dad... So your mom's like a little counterculture. Is your dad that With way that too? With that stuff. Oh, my dad... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think he concurs with her. In some cases, I think he might even be more extreme with some of that stuff than she is. But he's just not verbal or vocal about it. Right. You know, he's he's kind of a he's <laughs> well, more he of the peacemaker a... type. Yeah. Like, what do you think he's more counterculture or anti-establishment? Uh, well, maybe it's not even the counterculture stuff that he's silent about, but more like the conservative mindset about some stuff. Oh. Because I feel like there's like a Venn diagram overlap of like anti-vaxxer like like with anti-vax for example there's like a venn diagram overlap between hippie granola like colorado springs people and then like super conservative super Mm. maga colorado springs people happens in colorado springs let's be honest that's where you're gonna find him it is just like you have to think it's the epicenter of the anti-vax wait are there a lot of hippies a lot of hippies in colorado springs Uh, yeah 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 they and it really is the both of them so you've either got your uh your hippies who are crazy and are all about weed do they how do they mix not well yeah. They don't uh, they don't care for each other, uh, and the uh, the conservative wins. But the the hippies they they got their place. Sure, They're doing okay over there. It's just startling to be on a hike with someone and then they'd start quoting Jordan B. Peterson at you. It's <laughs> <laughs> not what you want. Right? No. Nobody cares for it. Um, yeah, I'm curious. My uh, my vet was telling me that uh, pit bulls are not allowed in Denver. 
And I can't seem to find whether that's true or not online, uh, but I'm taking Tugboat home, so we're going to see if I get run down How can they not be allowed in the city? Are they socialists? Yeah, I don't. My understanding... Pitbulls are organizers. Yes, obviously. Like, they're... But you can have them in your house, right? You can have them for personal use. (laughs) (laughs) I'll explain that. If they ask, I'm going to be like, hold on real quick. I got Allison here. She's going to explain it to you. Once again, flapping my gums over something (laughs) I know so very little about. But I feel like what I read is, and maybe this has to do with, maybe this is in England. It's like, you can't have them on the street unless they're wearing a muzzle or something. Oh, interesting. Yeah, maybe. Or something like that. I could be wrong. Okay. Well, Hmm. we're prepared to run. That's our our plan. We're just gonna we're gonna run from the authorities. One plan. (laughs) Yeah. Now, what are your where where do your parents fit into this? They are polite, so I don't know. Uh, And especially uh, with the election, that's where everybody went uh, stone cold silent Mm -hmm. on what happened and how everybody felt about it. And now there's just like, well, you know. Isn't it funny how many of us don't know? Yeah, don't know what our parents think. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. they won't. They won't get into. It. And you know what? Let's just. We're having a nice. I feel time. like we're if you don't nice know, time. you know. We're putting yeah, exactly. Now uh-huh. you know. Uh, yeah, I don't, and I don't think I'd like it. So I think they're helping me out a little bit with that, with uh, with what they're voting for and what they're doing. Helping you out by not sharing. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, there's the two extremes of it, like that Michael Shannon quote that was going around post-election, where. <laughs> You guys know what I'm talking about where he was, he was talking about Trump and he's like, if your parents vote for Trump, well, guess what? You're an orphan now. You don't have any parents. <laughs> Surprise. You're an orphan. Yeah. There's that. No. And then I just like cut to like whenever, 2030 or sooner. And like when my mom dies, am I going to be like, I'm really glad I stuck it to her about immigration <laughs> yeah. and Thanksgiving 27. Right. Like, am I going to be like. Yeah, I fought for what was right. What was important. I don't know. And I know there's like always a time and place for some of that stuff. And I'm speaking from a position of privilege for it, but Mm -hmm. but like the value and kind of how charged up people get about like you need to talk about this stuff and like you need to talk to your racist family members about XYZ. Yeah. I if you you talk to them. Can you convince them? I would love to watch you You, convince them. You can't change anyone's mind, but my goal is just to demoralize them so much they don't vote. <laughs> so that's been I'll my goal. That would be nice. I'll take it. Oh my gosh. My favorite part of the holidays is reconnecting with family. See, this is perfect. Let's say you want to know what they think about a number of things. Storyworth. Yeah. <laughs> I've had Storyworth on the show before. I'm sort of being I'm being cheeky with the segue, but I've had Storyworth on the show before. This is one of my absolute favorite sponsors, and everyone who gets it is thrilled with it. So what Storyworth does is you buy it for a family member, and uh Storyworth sends that family member a story prompt or a question, a, a prompt every week. Um, and they have like a bunch of questions and you can sort of choose which ones you want. You can add your own, but it's like, you know, t- uh, like what was your first car or what was it like learning how to drive or what was your first job or like what were your, what's your memory of this or that? Um, and it's great. And so they can either email in the story or there's a number they can call in. And, and then at the end of the year, all of the stories and it, the, any length um, are collected any into a hard. Length? Well, let's not get carried away. Okay. <laughs> let's be reasonable. I'm just saying, if the person's answer is short, that's okay. Right. And if it's a little lengthier, that's okay. At the end of the year, uh, all of the questions are compiled into a hardbound book. It is such a great thing for. It's such a like. 
we gave this to my dad and I have heard my dad, unlike your parents who, uh, are clo- tight lip. Yep. I've heard, I thought I'd heard every single story yeah. about <laughs> my dad's life. So it was crazy to find out stuff. I never knew like his, his early sort of odd jobs. I right. never knew any of that. I never knew about his learning to drive. So it was really great. And it'll be so great for my kids to have that. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's just great. Preserve and pass on memories with StoryWorth, the most meaningful gift for your family. Sign up today by going to storyworth.com slash best friend. You'll get $20 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash best friend for $20 off. Storyworth.com slash best friend for $20 off. I also need to tell you guys about Fab Fit Fun. The 2019 <laughs> Fab Fit Fun Winter Box is on sale now. Uh, I love it. I love the jewelry. It. I especially love my Jonathan Adler Fleur de Sel candle, which smells so good. And it comes in like this cool little masonware. Is masonware a word? Yeah. Sure. It is? Clay jar thing that I can't wait to use when I'm done with the candle. The winter box is the perfect way to treat yourself or others and get yourself ready for the holiday season with our carefully curated box of products. This box has everything you need for your best winter yet. Save money on quality full-size products today because these deals do not last long. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh uh, over $200 worth of items for just forty nine ninety nine. I love that it's full-size products. I'm still using a coconut hair mask from uh, like two FabFitFun boxes ago. FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. It retails for $49.99, but always has a value over $200. Use coupon code BESTFRIEND for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. Again, use coupon code BESTFRIEND for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. All right. I think it's time to find out who knows the most about Spain. Allow me to pass along some paper. paper. I'm giving you guys paper that might have something Great. written on one side of it. Paper. Passing it down. Can you um, look at the other side? Oh, no, you can. I'm just saying I'm giving you scrap paper. Tone Zone, do you need some paper? Uh, I can use this one from okay. last time, I think. And then you. pens. Uh-oh, are we low on pens? I have a pen. I'm passing one pen down. Is there a, th- a fourth pen at the table? I've got one already. I okay. do not have a pen. I don't have one either. Oh, no. Pens. We gotta oh, find more pens. This is a disaster. All right, Kevin and Renee, you're going to have to we'll share, share a pen. Okay. Well, we shared a voice earlier. Yeah, so that's, that's right. fair. I still oh, okay. do not have a pen, though. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Really? Can Daniel and are we going to have to draw Spain? Yes. Daniel and Tony we are can, also going to have to share. share a pen. And then here's how it's going to work. Kevin, you write first, and then I'm going to copy you, and then I'll write. Okay, great. Perfect. Or I'll tell you if you're wrong. You're going to copy me? Yeah. God damn it. I just saw an answer, oh, no. you guys. Oh, no. Cindy and... S- Did you just see any answers? No. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like Tony I already have, have been my producing cheating this quiz I'm the whole time. Copy off Kevin. Thank you. Kevin. <laughs> All right. I think that we have a little something to hear. Okay. <laughs> Boy, Trap Dog's really stepping it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. There's eight questions. Oh, man. Uh-oh. I Uh-oh. heard crackles. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Okay. Is that Everybody's me? Go- okay. 
Am okay. I right now? Everyone's good. Okay. okay. Number one. <laughs> oh, God. Besides Gibraltar, what two countries share a border with Spain? Besides Gibraltar. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Okay. What two countries share a border with Spain? Wait, do we get uh, oh sorry the choice? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't major in quizzes. Yeah, Wait, is it multiple choice? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A Morocco and Monaco. B Italy and France. C Portugal and France. D Italy and Germany. Do you need me to read those again? No. Nope. Yep. No. Nope. And nope. I've decided that I'm not going to cheat. Mm. Hmm. Okay. All right. Oh, I got to read the answer. Okay. Or else Cindy is going to be mad yeah. at me. You got it. You can't okay. bore him. How'd I do? Let's see. Number. Oh, okay. Now I'm, I'm this is. Oh, there's that fucking bottom. Okay. Excuse. Do we get a prize for winning? Yeah. You get a cookie. I made the cookies. <laughs> do I get anything They're good. Else? They're very good, but they're yeah. tasty. Oh, you, you've convinced <laughs> They have me. salt on them. <laughs> I'm sliding this down. Okay, the correct answer is C, France and Portugal. Very good. Very I good. I got that one right, too. Okay. Everyone keeps their own score, by the way. So All you're right. going to have to pass that yeah, pen along. Yeah. I didn't get it right. right. Okay. okay. I didn't. I didn't. A. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I also didn't. You'll get them next time. Right? Two. Mm-hmm. Number two. Mm-hmm. This most popular dish in Spain, prepared and eaten by... This is, excuse me, this is the most popular dish in Spain, prepared and eaten by millions of Spaniards daily. A, potato omelet. B, quesadillas. C, black beans. D, chili con carne. Mm. Oh, shit. Start, Shall I read them again? again? Yeah. A, potato omelet. B, quesadillas. C, black beans. D, chili con carne. Here's my pen. With my spare time, I'm going to draw Snoopy on my pen. Okay. Daniel, do you have your answer? I already already gave him my pen. Okay. Okay. Um, Daniel, can we share with them your whole grading system for how cold it is in the air? For ex- I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, well, it says chili con carne. Uh, oh, so, oh, oh, yeah. But I, you tell me what it is because well, I don't, I don't think movie. I know the rules. So, Thank you. if it's chili outside, <laughs> yes. you'll say it's a little chili, and I'll say, oh, what kind? And then you're like con frijoles or con fresco, and it's this is a different honey, one for honey, each. <laughs> sweetheart, no one wants to hear this. <laughs> now they love it. Nobody. Now they love it. Nobody. Nobody. Both me and Renee <laughs> are sitting back. Nobody. This is not funny or fun to anybody but us, sweetie. <laughs> Kevin and I did lean back and like, like, well, this is going to be long. Fair Fair well. I felt that it was funnier until I, it seemed funny. Then I started talking about it and I did recognize what this kind of nowhere. chili is it right now in the studio? It's actually not. We turned the heater on, so okay. it's it's uh, moderate. But if it were like, cool, I wish I, I think it's a uh, chili's two for 25. <laughs> <Chili>. uh, <laughs> bottomless chips and salt. All right. Chili's baby back ribs. Uh, the answer is. I'm sorry, it's so slow. I just got to slide slow. It's A. Yep. Potato what omelet. What the heck? Which Very is good. called tortilla española. The this other dishes rigged. are Mexican and are not eaten except That's in right. Mexican restaurants. That's right. I am two for two. I Anyone am... else need a pen? None right. 
right now. I do not. Okay. Oh, okay. I got um, 50 50. Okay. Yeah. All right. Number three. Mm. Yeah. Trace. This dictator, I'd like to apologize once more for telling you guys that weather story. It wasn't good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for it was snapping sense into me, Daniel. Mm-hmm. This dictator ruled Spain for 40 years until his death in 1975. In October of 2019, after several years, years of controversy, his body was exhumed. <laughs> exhumed, exhumed from his monumental 3,300-acre burial place and moved to the smaller family plot. What is his name? A. Felipe de Bourbon. Bourbon. <laughs> B. Diego de Vela- Vela- Velasquez. C. Anthony Gaudi. D. Francisco Franco. Do you guys need those again? Nah. Nope. It's not going to help. I heard my guy. <laughs> you got your guy. All right, everyone's okay. on a picture of him right now. Right. Okay. Oh, he looks like Snoopy. Yeah. I will say, Kevin can draw a really good Snoopy. How'd you learn that? <laughs> uh, practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I gotta see the Snoopy. It's a good Snoop. It's just like a cute little. Oh yeah, I can Are draw you... Charlie Brown. Oh yeah? yeah, prove it. A depressed bald child. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh um, yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> just okay. Like him. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. This is your favorite Charles Schultz podcast. Okay. okay. Um, the correct answer is D, Franco. Franco. Right. Three okay. for right. three. That's right. Franco. That mm. dictator got canceled. Hang on. Very canceled. Four. If Spain were a U.S. state, its ranking in size would be A, second largest, B, third largest, C, fifth largest, D, eighth largest. I feel like I'm going to get this one wrong. I just feel it. All right, everyone have their answer? Yeah. I was homeschooled, so geography that's not America <laughs> doesn't exist? No. Yep. Exactly. If it wasn't a theme park, I don't know about oh. it. The correct answer is B, third largest. Shut and it. I did not get that one right. I didn't realize it was that big. Mm. It All is, right. apparently. I have three. What's everyone else have? Three. I got three. one. <laughs> three. One. Oh my God, we're tied. Daniel and I are. The rest of you losers okay. aren't. All right. Okay. On. Five. Five. Spain is full of festivals, the most well known being the running of the bulls in Pamplona. Which one of the following is not a festival? A. Thousands of people crowd the streets and throw tomatoes at one another. B. Thousands of people crowd the streets and pour wine on one another. C. Thousands of people crowd the streets and throw flour and raw eggs at one another. D. Thousands of people crowd the streets and throw plastic fish at one another. Which one is not a festival? Thank you. Mm. This one's sexy. This one I like. Not a festival, yeah. Okay, everyone ready? Ready. Yeah. What is it? I'm telling you. D, thousands of people crowd the streets and throw plastic fish at one another is not a festival. There's a festival where they... Eggs and flour? Eggs and flour? That's what I thought it was. Because that sounds messy. What a weird-ass country. Yeah. Mm. Though, in hindsight, the plastic fish makes sense. Everything else is messy. Yeah. Oh, they're like a mess. They're messy bitches down there. (laughs) (laughs) They live for the drama. (laughs) Six. On New Year's Eve, during the televised 12 strokes of midnight, everyone in Spain, A, eats one olive, 
for every stroke of the clock. B, eats one grape for every stroke of the clock. C, kisses someone on the cheek at every stroke of the clock. D, takes a drink of champagne for every stroke of the clock. Good job on the music. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for admiring my quiz. Which one was the kissing? Oh, are those the lyrics? Yeah. I know. They never play them on the show. No. Coincidence. That's the one thing I don't like about Trebek. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Are we ready? Yeah. What's the answer? It's B, great. Got it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Really? Got it. That's right. Spain has great wine. Did you no, know grape? Oh, yeah. I have not gotten one. <laughs> not <correct>. wine grapes. <laughs> wow. What does that say about you? It I means I got to be more cultured. Also, it says. I'm, Wait, how many do you I have? Don't, I don't try very hard on quizzes. Uh, none. I'm at none, right? right. Now, for God's none sake. None right right now. I know. Well, because somebody's got to lose. And I'm like, you know what? I'll do it. Oh, it's a race to the bottom between me and Renee. <laughs> I won. Number seven. When a child loses a tooth, there are no tooth fairy visits during the night. Instead, it's the... Chupacabra. A. <laughs> tooth mermaid. B. Tooth mouse. C. Tooth chicken. D. Tooth bunny. Thank you. Everyone Ready. Ready. B, Tooth Mouse. Got it. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, that was my nickname this, in college. <laughs> this last <laughs> one, I already know the answer, so... Oh, this is the last one? Yeah. Okay. But I, Daniel, what do you have? Five. Tony, what do you have? Three. One. None. None So, correct. Daniel wins. Woo! But Tony might... Let's just see. This. Okay. Whoever gets this right is the real winner. Ooh. Well, no. Sudden death. Quadruple or nothing, I guess. Confirmed by the Guinness Book of Records. Oh, wait. I haven't been doing this, I feel like, at least for the last one. No, sure. Oh, okay. That's a good one. I forgot that was there. Confirmed by the Guinness Book of Records, the world's oldest restaurant is in Madrid. Casa Botin, or Botin, Botin, B-O-T-I-N, was founded in 1725 and was the favorite haunt during the 1920s and 30s of which famous American writer? Hint, the restaurant is... That's going to totally give it away, so I'm not going to say that hint. Um, A, F, Scott Fitzgerald. B, John Dos Passos. C, John Steinbeck. D, Ernest Hemingway. All right, Renee, go against your instincts. Okay, I did. Okay. All right. The answer is Hemingway. D. Boom. (laughs) You got that, too. I realize now that Renee and I have both been answering C to every question. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Well, no, Renee drew a rocket ship. That's true. Oh. Because I'm taking off with my (laughs) social skills. Cindy Not my Spain. intellect. <laughs> All right. Cindy, sunny disposition. Sorry. Cindy and Spain. No problem. Cindy and Spain. Thank you very much is it for that. Sydney or Cindy? Cindy. She's Cindy. at Cindy in Spain, and she really is in thank Spain. Thank you, Cindy. Great work, um, Sydney. Thank you for that. Watch out for flying eggs. Watch and out. Things. But thank you for that wonderful quiz, and thank you for the tough love regarding doing the answers after each question. I feel that. We needed that. It's helpful. You're right. Ooh, I like the idea of negative feedback is just tough love and disgust. <laughs> <Nice>. Right. <laughs> I like yeah. that. Um, that was great. 
Good How are you guys yeah. feeling? I feel like we're a family, and I love yeah. you, and you're my best friends. Bond, bonded. <laughs> Let's all get married to each other. Let's do uh, it. You know what's so funny about quizzes is that I always feel stupid. I'm like, well, you know what you know, and you don't know what you don't know. But I also wish that I would retain any of it. Yeah. I didn't learn anything. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I did. I know uh, Tooth Mouse. Tooth Mouse. I feel like that one will stick with me. I'm going to think that that's a band in like three <laughs> it does, I know, it does. Have you heard of Tooth Mouse? <laughs> <laughs> they have a hit, I'm sure, somewhere. Yeah. I would like to remind everyone that we are heading into our favorite episodes of the year episode. Uh, so send in your picks for favorite moments of Allison Rosen is your new best friend from 2019. Um, send in the, let me know what episode it was and let me know the time code and what the favorite moment is. Now I hadn't received any and I thought, that blows. Huh. Um, I guess no one enjoyed this year. Uh, or oh, no. they're on to my request for them to do some homework. But then all of a sudden, they started flowing in. There you so go. thanks, guys. There are If you want to get your moment in, which I hope you will, please send them in. And I have some ideas about how I'm going to do that episode, which I should share with Tony. <laughs> will I? I don't know. <laughs> or will I just spring it on him? What a suspense, uh, uh, active suspense for Tony to not know I, what's going to happen. How's that going to happen? How this many is, hours is, of editing will that be? I know. This whole episode's been a real roller coaster for me. <laughs> Tony is also now editing Childish. Whew. That's a lot Google of editing, Gaga. kid. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty much. I think producing or at least editing ninety five percent of podcasts. Yeah, in LA. yeah, at least. <laughs> and um, not sleeping much. So, how many podcasts do you edit? I know one you're altogether. not editing. <laughs> they who shall not be named. <laughs> That's how we should refer to them. By yes, the way, yeah. they who shall not be named. They who shall not be named, and we'll all know who we're talking oh, yeah. about. Should we tell the listeners that we were talking some shit on a podcast? We won't say what one it is. We, yes. I don't think it's... I don't. Were we talking shit on them or were we just comparing notes on a popular podcast? No, we were We were doing shit. both. We were, okay. we were doing both shit. for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> and why were we doing that? Because it's annoying and it's a threat. Because it's also fuck very them popular. is why. Yes. We're scared. Like at the base. I'm scared? So we're, we're scared. Sure. We're scared. Okay. Yeah. All right. I just wanted to find some sort of human and relatable reason for us to be gossipy yeah, to be bitches. Re- yeah, yeah. yeah. It's professional envy. It's more like it's like we're all having a knife fight and they brought a gun. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it feels that's exactly like. Exactly what it's like. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. You sure. know what I'm no, saying. but it's so, very true. Yeah. How many podcasts, Tony? Oh, uh, well, Five, some of them are multiple six. a week. So, are, am I counting that as one, or am I counting that as two? I think you're counting that as one. Okay, so one, two. We tell you. Yeah. You're allowed to you say, say what they are, right? Oh, I sure. Yeah, I, I give you permission. Childish. One. Childish. Andrea Savage. Correct. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Correct. Uh, bizarre, the bizarre albums. Correct. WTF with Mark Maris. Fitzdog. Fitzdog. Now I'm starting as well. Oh boy. Um, those are. I guess those are the. Am I forgetting something? Those are the regular ones, but I have ones that I like you occasionally fill in do. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot, buddy. Yeah, and some of those. Some of those are more than one a week too. Ooh. So, yeah. Which ones? Mine is. <laughs> <laughs> There's one that I do a Patreon uh, bizarre albums too. All right. So. Oh, yeah. I'm worried about you biting off more than you can chew. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> but like, 
in a real selfish way. <laughs> it's a real selfish worry. No, Biting it's, off it's... more than Allison can chew. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good thing is when I, I mean, I enjoy coming to these recordings and then it's nice because then I can make notes as I'm going and everything. And I feel like that saves me time when I go to the editing portion. Whereas if I wasn't there, then it's, you know, then I have to listen right. through. Not that I'm not hearing everything, but, you know, yeah. it's, it's just, it's more time consuming. What's the best part of this? Is it when the episode's out? And like into the world, you know mm. what I mean. Like the best part of this process. Um, it depends on the show. I think is it being Some... in the room with your best friend, best friend, your family. That's who we yes, are. yes. For this show, a yeah. family of friends. Yeah, hey. I think so. Good answer. Yeah. Well, is this the most you're on mic for a show that you don't host? Uh, yes. Okay. I would then that say would yes. make sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's all coming together. <laughs> Thanks, Renee. <laughs> it sounds like we're interrogating. I know. No, I like know. Every, it got kind of quiet and everyone's so, looking yeah, at me. I think everybody's genuinely worried. Like, that's a lot of work. Yeah, I'm, oh, and impressed. I'm also going on tour soon and going to be doing this while I'm Yeah, tour, who's so. filling in for you here while you're gone? Not that anyone could. Or he's going to do it remotely. What? Huh? Well, I'm going to edit. Remote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna place a That's cell phone in front of the mic. Who's gonna like man the board and everything while, while you're? We going. won't have. We'll just have Tony remote. Well, and you did a pretty good job. You were dropping some good hits for the and Thanksgiving let's be, let's episode. Be, let's be real. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not dropping a lot of drops. <laughs> but they're there. Yeah. They're Whenever there. those people sing Patreon, it always freaks me out <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> well, <Patreon. laughs> where, where were they hiding? <laughs> the terrors are back. I know. I am. Well, so I have been, this is, excuse this like psychobabble talk. I have been, I think for like everyone in the whole world is working on this, but I have really been trying to work on boundaries. <laughs> yes. I can't even say it with, in my regular sure. voice. Of course not. I've really been trying, but I really, like I feel like my everyone is always working on that. Professionally or personally? Um, maybe boundaries is not quite the exact word. I am trying to work on not my four hundred one k. Yeah. Um, personally, I think, but a lot of it's like within my own family, just in terms of like Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what she's talking about. More family of origin, I think. Right. Um. Because I sort of come from a a family where there weren't a lot of clear boundaries and mm-hmm. everyone's anxiety bleeds into the other people and everyone's always worrying about other people's shit. And that's just sort of, you know, that's how you show you love someone by like not trusting that they can do something on their own. So I am – so anyway, as that – it relates to this in terms of like I am like, Tony, I'm genuinely worried that you have bitten off more than you can chew. But then I go, but you're an adult – and professional and that's on that's for you to figure out not for me to sit here and be like how are you going to balance all the shows but i think that my vest my personal interest in it is just that well i am two of those shows mm-hmm. <laughs> and you asked me to do more of them. i did i know <laughs> tony you can always say no yeah oh yeah yeah maybe that's no i mean hey i uh hey d- distractions are good right now okay good yeah I don't think this sounds like too much i'm not worried about it like sincerely if i think about the workload you're fine right uh yeah <laughs> yeah no 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 i am but no there it's it, no i am fine it's just that i definitely have had uh some times recently where I, i've been like i wouldn't mind doing nothing right now sure. yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's it's that. really more that and i and i genuinely enjoy doing what i'm doing but yeah just sometimes a little like, break yeah that's all. Yeah. Do you get a break over the holidays? 
Are people uh, taking some episodes off? No, probably not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, now I am worried. Now I'm back. Worried. It's, gonna, it's gonna be Boomerang. good. It's gonna be good. I think you again. It's overstepping. I think you just got to figure out the workflow of like this happens on this day and this happens on this day. Yeah. I know. I'm already uh, making the notes it. up here. Yeah. Can it's you raise just... the host you work with and least to most difficult real quick? <laughs> <It's> real <laughs> fast. Yes. It's real fast. Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, well, number one with a bullet. Right here. Right. Me. You're most, the most difficult? difficult? No, you just best, best all around. Oh, oh sure. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then everyone else is tied for number two. Yeah. Are you, do you find that you're the best all around because you communicate well with yourself and you know what's expected? Yeah, I, I just I'm very easy to work with. I think it's, <laughs> right. uh, you're, yeah, you're commu- easy to get hold of for yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you don't mm-hmm. have to read your own mind right. to know what you right, want. Right, right. And I like if I send an email, I like see it right away. Mm-hmm. And right. yeah, do you find good. you often agree with your ideas? Usually, there are times when it gets a little tricky, but right. uh, we always work it out. That's good. Is yeah. it hard to receive criticism from him? <laughs> no, because I always think his ideas are good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He wants to make it better. Is the right. Thing. right, 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 right. You see that. Got mm-hmm. your best interest at heart. Exactly. That's good. Yeah, and that's what matters. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, speaking of boundaries, does anyone at this table feel like they have good... Like, Does everyone here feel like they deal with boundary issues, or does anyone feel like they have a good sense of boundaries? No. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> uh, what, like, what is everyone's conception of bad boundaries, though? Because I feel like that might mean different things to different people. Someone, Can, someone go. Yeah, like, do you mean... Are you bad at respecting other people's boundaries or are you bad at establishing boundaries? I think they kind of go hand in hand, yeah. actually. Um, because sometimes, because I would, th- I think I err on the side of I'm bad at establishing boundaries. I, fe- I don't think of myself as someone who's bad at respecting boundaries. That being said, there have been a few times where someone will like set a decent boundary and all feel sort of irked but i'm not talking about I, truly not just I, imagine the kool-aid yeah. man yeah. Yeah. Truly, at me, Alex. No. i'm truly no. not no. talking i'm not talking about anyone at this table yeah. um but i'll i'll like feel sort of i'll take it aback personally or like rejected by it and then someone else would be like no i think that was actually really just healthy boundary setting right and then um i've read that if you like had a childhood that was xyz or like if this is not a, a strong boundaries yeah. are not a strong thing for you then when someone else sets a boundary it feels personally sort of upsetting to you right. as opposed to seeing it for what it is you take you feel if it makes you feel abandoned um so anyway how would i define how how would we define good boundaries? yeah can you like give an example that's not specific to a person or anything, um but- yeah i'm trying to think of a good example i think um someone saying i'm worried about i'm worried about this Mm-hmm. Uh, like I'm, I'm worried about this thing happening in my job. Someone saying that to you? Yeah, someone saying, like me saying, like, oh, how are you doing? And then being like, you know, I'm good. Um, I'm worried about this thing in my job. And now, I think good boundaries is like, oh, like listening, hearing it, but at the end of the day, trusting that like. It's their life. They'll figure it out. If they wanted specific advice, if they wanted your help, they would lay that out somehow. Poorer boundaries are like, I'm going to fix that for you. Let me explain what you need to do. Or feeling paralyzed because 
you don't know how to fix it and feeling like there's an expectation that you fix it yes. and then just being like overwhelmed by that conundrum. Right. So when that's in fact, like a- that was never, I, I don't know who you're talking about in this <laughs> oh, I actually, hypothetical. No, but, but I, that actually, I actually wasn't, I actually just pulled that out of my ass. <laughs> I'm now I'm realizing, I guess it, is that where you store it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Those are, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't take that personally. For the listener yeah. at home, I, I've got, a I've sitcom got... audience from the 1990s. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Came into the she puts booth. things in her ass, I, That's it's not I weird. That's why I carry things. It was not an insult. No. Um, anyway, that really <laughs> was just... I really did just <laughs> pull that out of my ass. Out. Yeah. Yeah. I really oh, wasn't talking about you. a bit more boundary. Yeah. Does that... I think that's what happens. With the poor boundaries? Is it... To rephrase it a different way, you mean like... Taking on more of a burden or weight of the other person's life yeah. than is what is expected. Is, yeah. is what you're saying in this example. That is what's healthy, yeah. I think. And then, like, what's another example? Um, Even if the person enjoys that or receives that as a gift from you? Do you know what I that's mean? That's different. They would receive that's it different. as a gift? Yeah. As a gift. One of those gift gifts. No, I think if you're clear that, like, I am taking on a little extra because I want to help you mm-hmm. and you're clear about it like that. I think that's fine. I'm talking about where you feel like the only way I have value in this world is to be like the most useful person. I'm going to save you like that sort of bad boundaries. Yeah. Um, let's say someone's coming over to your house for dinner. Um, like being really anxious about like, I want to make sure I every get everything right. That can be an example mm-hmm. of poor boundaries. Um, I feel like I'm having trouble thinking. Feeling like it's okay to say no is an example of having sort of clear boundaries. Um, but feeling like it's your obligation to do something for someone else because they won't like you. I don't know. Like I feel This like- all sounds synonymous to caring too much in a way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it sounds like. Getting too involved, caring too much, getting uh, inserting yourself where maybe you shouldn't be. Right. Even, the, well, I, yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe caring too much is another way of 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 uh, describing sort of um, porous boundaries. I think it's more the consequence. If I do not do this, then I am worthless. I will not be valued. Everyone right. will hate me. Uh, and just yes. instead of just like sitting in it, Renee like, yeah, really looked at me when she said that. <laughs> Um, no, but to answer your question, yeah, God, they're so hard. Boundaries are so, so yeah. hard. Uh, I personally am getting, I think I'm getting better, but then I also am like, oh, you're just not allowing yourself to be tested, uh, which is, it's just mm. a nice little cozy place. But I'm good with, things. I think, but as so far as- I think that not allowing yourself to be tested is part of the work of getting towards having better boundaries. I like, like that. Yeah. Cool. I, and so I wouldn't beat yourself up about that, that okay. like, you're removing yourself from unhealthy situations yeah uh, is healthy okay all right yeah i like that i think uh this isn't uh, quite quite where i am but in that um sex and love addicts they say that you can get anorexic with it where you just don't do anything oh right so you're like oh look at me i'm healed and like no but you're not doing anything yeah we gotta we gotta put you back in the field right so you see how it looks oh because it's like 
saying no it, to everything would yeah, be mistaken. Yeah, so like, I guess in a, in a dating capacity, you can be like, no, it's great. I have great boundaries. I'm not doing it. But you're also not going on any dates. You're not doing anything. So you're like, well, mm-hmm. we got to put you on a date. And then when that date pushes you or when you feel the need to take care of that date, that's when we'll know that the right. work has been done. Okay. Like the only way that you can find your, the strength to do it is to remove yourself completely from the equation. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I think that's the thing. Of just like you can't stay out for too long. Right. Is what they say from mm. one friend who went to one meeting who told me about it a year ago, and I bet I missed some of it. <laughs> I've been quoting her ever since. <laughs> I always wanted to go to an me SLA too. meeting. I, I never did. Yeah, needed or not? So I it's... pick someone up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know they're DTF. Listen, so, yeah. um, no, I just I felt like years ago I felt like that would uh, that would probably have helped me to be among people because I felt like no I didn't think I was a sex addict but the the dating relationship the sort of yeah. yeah that like I felt like I was incomplete if there wasn't some sort of object in my affection it's a whole different conversation too for people in committed relationships or marriages versus people who are not mm-hmm. uh, because capacity is different priority is different with that stuff it's just like and there is a guiding principle and sense of what a, a boundary in the case of this conversation should mm-hmm. be because it directly affects someone else. When it is just you, you're just you're just <laughs> making stuff up <laughs> as you go, right? Like like as far as like building meaning in your life, you're just kind of like, oh, okay, I guess I'll just put this thing. <laughs> like it, it, and and you realize more and more as an adult how much of it is all just made up. But when it when it has to do with like the fidelity of another person and your relationship or commitment with them. It's like a whole different, I just feel like it's, or it's, it's almost like clarifying in different ways. Right. Wrong. I think married people. I get think at me. I feel like my examples were not, were not great. No, they were good there. I don't think we had an example of people pushing you and you having to set a boundary, but we definitely had examples of you like trying to intervene onto other people's. Right. Lives. I'm trying to think of well i think that's someone pushing me me having to set a boundary that's like a real tough spot for me to be in sure. i have no idea if i have good boundaries or not <laughs> i have no idea it's hard to know i think it's how i don't you feel right? what's the evidence of a bad one um Anxiety? feeling uh feeling like you really need okay some examples i think would be feeling like you can't be social because it's just too taxing that's an example. I don't feel like that. Okay. Do you, are you an extrovert <laughs> or an introvert? I'm probably extroverted. Enneagram three. Okay. Enneagram have y'all three. talked about Enneagram stuff? No, here? we never we have. We got to get an Enneagram. Yeah. Okay, that's an episode. Everyone takes Can you, Enneagram Do you know tests. it well enough to guess everybody's before they take the test? Some people have guessed mine before. Uh, no. But I don't know I, if they're right. Well, no, I don't know the test well yeah. enough. I would say you're three, two. Three would three, two? No, I didn't. Can you explain what this is? Mm, yes, uh, so it's just a personality not. test. You, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's solid boundaries. That's really good. <laughs> I don't want to get into this right now with you. Uh, Enneagram, mm, it's very popular with Christians. I will oh, is say. it? You know this, yes. It's Enneagram? Enneagram. E N N A. E N N E A. Yes, G R A M. Yeah. I might have misspelled that. But anyway, it's like, so it's a personality thing. You're one of nine types. There's the achiever. There's the individualist. There's the peacemaker. And it has to do with like how you give and receive love and communication. The things that are most important to you. Kind of a Meyer. I don't know what's distinctive about it from Myers-Briggs, but it is different. And it's rooted in different tradition and philosophy from Myers-Briggs stuff. 
So hmm. it's not just INTP, ENFJ stuff. Right. And you can be like different wings. So like you can be the the wing of whatever the neighboring number is. So a four can be a four wing three or four wing five. Five can be a five wing four or a five wing six. What is three? If you guys think the three is the achiever. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Two is the helper. Yeah. I know that. I'm a helper. I'm two. Nine and is I a don't peacemaker. Have any <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah, totally yeah. Two. Uh, yeah. I would say uh, Tony is a nine. Tony is a nine. Peacemaker? Yeah. Would, peacemaker. Have you ever taken it, Tony? Does that resonate? No, I, 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 never, I think I was a sniper. Four. <laughs> <laughs> sniper. Uh, I started out as a scout. <laughs> now, which number would that be? Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, what would I be? Sincerely. I th- sincerely? sincerely? Sincerely. No, in sincerely. all sincerely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I no, think uh, I think Daniel's a four, the individualist, the one who is really, yeah. really hard on themselves and wants their art to stand out and not be like anything else. Yeah. Does that is there a perfectionist? Yeah. Uh, uh, three, the achiever gets into mm, perfectionist yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I think you're a four with a three wing. And you're a three with a two wing. Probably. Maybe. With a helper? No. Yeah. We gotta go take no. this test. No, wait, wait, wait. That's, That's helper. No. <laughs> three, three with I a, think she's a four wing. Three with a four wing. Yeah. What's four? Uh, the individualist. Yeah. Um. Uh. About to say something. What? Oh yeah. Uh. Kevin, you said that this appeals to Christians. Yes. For some reason, it's extremely popular in Christian communities. Is that in a way that astrology is? That's obviously how I not. have icebreakers with right. Christians at work. I'm like, what? What? Are, what's your number? And then then we just talk Enneagram, yeah. and it's great. Is our personality sorting test popular with Christians? The reason I ask is like because... Hufflepuff, uh, Gryffindor. Right. Well, no, but uh, Al. Al is really into the Myers Briggs. Mormon and that's is Mormon. into oh. like yeah, like we actually we all took the Myers Briggs, but it's more. But it's didn't like he kids say that it's a, the the Mormons that are into the Myers Briggs or something? Mm. Didn't he say that something about? I don't that? know if he said Mormons were or like his dad was. <laughs> Who is a Mormon? It's but I don't. I forget. Listen, Al represents all Mormons, so all Mormons are into it. <laughs> yeah, all like we all on Al. We all took it on the show. Oh. Um, we should do this. Is like our counterpart. Yeah, we should do it. We should. Are, can you like present it as an expert? Uh no. You know what we should do? We should get Cindy. Ready. We should all get our natal charts done and then have an astrologer read our personalities. That'd be tight. I like that too. Yeah, down. you should do um, <laughs> January personality month. <laughs> Hashtag January Personality Month. I don't want to be like all those February other shows. Face month. <laughs> you guys, this has been super fun. It's been all we right. need to. Hey. Hey, what? I'm just being real. Just I'm just setting a boundary. It's I'm fine. Boundary. Four over here. <laughs> I will uh, shout out the holistic psychologist on mm-hmm. Instagram. Do you follow her? She's so good. She talks about this boundary stuff all the time. That's actually where I got this thing about if you have blah, blah, blah in your past, then when people set a boundary, it feels bad for mm-hmm. all these reasons. Um, so yeah, check her out. Uh, I mentioned Sketchfest on this show, right? Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. I did. Okay. Um, Folks, you're going to want to go. You're going to want to go. dogs are going to propose to each other. <laughs> Better than that. Ooh, three dogs that. two cats no, two dogs three there dogs be, there's a raccoon officiant oh my god oh my god now i want to ditch <laughs> the plan and just have a dogs uh, being married by a raccoon Lord. yes with cats as the um the future ring. liberals one. <laughs> oh, isn't it though oh my god uh, then what right then what happens if we allow slope. that i know um you guys uh <laughs> listen to my other show childish 
<laughs> no, that's cool because that is some that is a woman who's like an expert in children. She is a yeah, child ass. Child ass. Am I going to be editing that one too? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Evan. Child ass. Seven podcast. Also, I'm on Patreon and Cameo. Check that out. And um, I love you guys, Renee. Where might we find you? Yes, I am on Instagram, Renee S. Colvert. Uh, if you like dogs, my dog's on Instagram. His name's Tugboat the Fluffy Pit. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, if Allison's show is completely sold out and they will not let you in and you have nowhere else to go, you can head on over <laughs> to my show. Uh, it's Sketchfest, but you got to go to Allison's first. Okay, I can't disagree. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Wait, you're yeah, at the same time? The yeah. yeah. Can you Doesn't believe they suck? did that to what us? F- I know. Doesn't that suck? This is the third time we've talked about it. Oh, yeah, I know. Well, look, he just tuned in. That's fair. That's fair. I'm not mad at you. That's in a boundary. Listen. What are you drawing? What what do you expect out of a four? What doodle was more important? I just wrote a word, childish, because you said it, and I'm just doodling. It looks like Christmas. Like a real individual. This isn't something to analyze. KT Port. I'm at Tony Thaxton on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> and then you can follow my Finstack, Kevin T. Porter everywhere. Uh, if you're not following me on Twitter and Instagram, what are you doing with your lives? Oh, my God. <laughs> Confrontational <laughs> plot. Yeah. Seriously. No, I don't give a shit. It, but it's at Daniel unfollow Quantz. Unfollow me. <laughs> yeah, unfollow me, you fuckers. No. Uh, yeah, follow me. We have fun over there at Daniel Quantz. Daniel Quantz at Twitter. Sure. Well, you know, we spend a lot of time thinking about cool things and fun stuff. So check it out. Here's be, be, a vulnerable thing. Huh? Oh, go, I like go to Go to Daniel's profile and then just look at his likes. What's Daniel been liking? Oh, oh my God. This is likes. my favorite thing to do. Angry people. political yeah. tweets. I would say not a lot of anger. I try to, I try to keep it uh, informative. Okay. But right. um, well, never mind. I, there is a <laughs> <laughs> there is a there is a constant war in my head about whether I am retweeting too much and I should just like it or what you know because I don't want to I don't want to you know flood people with but I I only do it if I think it's truly something that you'd find interesting a war. Good. <laughs> now you're the greatest generation for fighting in this war <laughs> between likes and retweets. It is a war. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's Thank always a war. Thank you for your service. Tone zone? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Daddy, where were you during the great... I was online. Son. I liked so many tweets. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Uh, I'm at Tony Thaxton on Twitter and Enneagram. Uh, and... Uh, my podcast was our albums. It's Christmas time. Going to be Christmas albums all month. Ooh, um, and the Motion City soundtrack tour is starting on New Year's Eve. And those are selling out. Wow, so that's right around the corner tickets. now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. You guys, thank you for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time. But now we gotta go Yeah, Allison Rosen Here's your new best friend